Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The big news from the Curiosity rover on the planet Mars recently was that there were almost certainly rivers of water there in the past. Scientists have guessed this was probably the case for many years, but the photographs from Curiosity seem to confirm this once and for all. This was done by closely looking at the small pebbles and gravel that is on a dried-up riverbed there, and by analysing these small rocks, scientists can determine that they were shaped by water flowing over and around them. The shape couldn't have been formed by wind, as that sort of round pebble can only be formed by water. The scientists can't say for sure how deep the water was, but they can deduce that the water in the river flowed at about one meter per second. It is also pretty certain that the river was quite long and that it flowed for many years. The bigger question that everyone wants to know, of course, is whether this means that there was life on Mars. That question remains unanswered for now, but the presence of water on the planet certainly makes the likelihood of life a lot greater. One of the most popular themes in science fiction movies is time travel, being able to go forward and see the future or back in time to the past. That is featured in the new Looper movie that is on at the moment. But is time travel really possible? I'm sure that most people would like it to be possible, but the theories and practicalities of actually making it happen are much harder to realise. There is one theory that if you travel away from Earth at close to the speed of light and then return a few months or years later, it is possible that hundreds of Earth years could have passed when you were away. However, getting back to the time that you came from seems to be one problem that can't find a time solution. Maybe black holes and wormholes in space might offer some possibilities for time travel, but at the moment we can still only guess if one day it might be possible. Sometimes science can prove what we already seem to know. In a recent series of tests in the United States, children aged 10 to 14 were shown logos of various fast food companies, and the feelings of excitement they had were almost the same as looking at the actual food itself. Large fast food corporations spend huge amounts of money in developing an image that will be exciting to children and draw them into their fast food outlets to buy the fast food. Once there, the food. Which is usually laden with sugar, salt, and fat, can take on an almost addictive quality, and that fast food addiction can easily lead to serious weight gain and obesity. The more attractive the branding, the more likely that kids will become almost addicted to fast food. There are many ways that the world of medicine is really advancing. Scientists are now working on types of electronics that can be swallowed, report data back to outside of the body, and then dissolve into harmless byproducts. 
the electronics could be programmed to last a few minutes or even a few years and needn't only be used inside the body either. They are being called transient electronics and scientists have even developed a very basic digital camera that can dissolve in water in time. The ingredient that makes the difference for dissolving electronics is silk and by combining silk with silicon circuits it is possible to make simple electronics that really do dissolve in water. Just don't drop them in water by mistake before you've finished with them. There's been more progress in creating cars that drive themselves recently. Google have been testing these cars in the United States and now self-driving cars are legal in California. Of course, there is still many years of research needed before these will be seen on the roads around the world. But the self-driving car is definitely seen as a way to make driving both more efficient and a lot safer too. People are actually what make cars unsafe. And so the theory is that by removing people from driving cars, that machines will be able to drive a lot better and save many lives in the process. Even so, I think it will take a lot of persuasion for a lot of drivers that their car would be safer if they weren't driving it. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>